is filling up at the petrol pump unfairly draining your wallet, depending on where you live. Fuel companies have been asked for a please explain over significant and seemingly unjustified petrol price variations between towns and cities. And even the price spread within cities is under the microscope too. In Auckland, there was 52 cents between the cheapest and most expensive regular 91, according to the Commerce Commission's fuel monitoring report for the March 2023 quarter. The watchdog has new monitoring powers as part of a government push to promote competition in the fuel market. It's now asking the fuel companies to justify the inconsistent pricing. While joining us now to discuss the findings is Commerce Commission Chair John Small. Hi, John. Are people being ripped off at the pump? Well, certainly some people are paying a lot more uh, depending on where they live than, uh, than people in other places. That's, that's really clear. And as you said in your intro, it's both within cities and different parts of the same city. And, John, and it's really... I apologise for interrupting you, but it's really difficult to hear you. And I wonder if you might just be on speakerphone, if you could pick up the handset, if that's the case. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not. Is that better? That is better. Thank you, John. Okay. So can you just repeat that? Because it was pretty difficult to hear you. Do you think people are being ripped off at the pump? Look, I, it's very clear that some people are paying a lot more for their, uh, for their petrol depending on where they live, both within cities, as you said, and, and between cities very much so. So if you look at the example of Auckland, I mean, how can you justify a price variation of, what, 52 cents between the cheapest and the dearest? Yes, that's right. And that's per litre for, for 91 fuel. I mean, that's the question that we're asking, really. Um, and in our latest report, there's a map, I'm just looking at it right now, and it, it, it's kind of a heat map showing Auckland and where the where the cheap and expensive petrol is. And it's very clustered. Uh, you know, it's quite, it's, there's a big, big sort of... Um, Cheap area in the south around Manganui and, and and out west is reasonably cheap. Um, very expensive centrally, um, getting more expensive up to the north shore. We're just we're really keen to understand uh, how they do set these prices um, because we can't explain it in terms of uh, you know distance or trucking costs or land costs. What do you suspect, John? Why would the prices well, be clustered in certain areas? I mean, the only thing I can think of here is that they're pricing according to how how wealthy they think the neighbourhoods are. But you know, we've run out of it, it, it's it's we've run out of out of guesses to be honest. So we're just going to go and ask them, and we're going to sit down with them and and, uh, and 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 ask them exactly how they do this. And I'm also interested to know how whole areas uh, can stay um, you know well above other areas. So if that were to be the case, if they were pricing according to what they think people could afford in the areas, I mean, that's not illegal, is it? But what would you think? It's just a bit morally off? It's certainly not illegal. Um, whether it's immoral, you know, depends on how you, how you think about things. But, um, you know, this is seek first to understand how, they, how do they do it. And then we'll, then we'll, um, we'll have a think about, you know, how we might respond um, uh, to that. Another example I'd like to look at is Whangarei, right? Most expensive. How can that be so when the ref- the Marsden point, the drop-off point for the fuel is right, you know, just around the corner, basically? Exactly. A, a, a very good question and one, one that we're going to be asking. The other really interesting thing about Whangarei, which actually only just came into our reporting on this cycle, we, we've just sort of expanded the scope of it, and Whangarei really pops out. Its prices actually were um, very much in line with other cities up until about the middle of last year. And then, uh, since then, it's been sort of sitting 
comfortably above all of the other cities that we monitor. And so something happened in the middle of last year uh, to push that gap, uh, to create that gap. Um, and uh, I'm pretty keen to understand what it was. So wholesale prices have been going down, right? And there was excess supply. So is that being fairly reflected at the pump? Um so yeah, as you as you know, obviously our, our prices, the, the the buy price internationally fluctuates a lot, and um, it has been coming down lately. Um, a lot of that has come through at the pump, but not all of it. Um, for example, uh, diesel in this in, in this monitoring period that we're looking at here, the price of diesel came down twenty nine cents a litre compared to the previous quarter, but. Interestingly, the margin that's earned by importers on diesel went up. Um, so uh, it didn't, in other words, it wasn't all passed through. Okay, so here's the thing. When you did an analysis of the cost variation, she looked at stuff like trucking costs, freighting, land costs for retail, and other stuff like wages. And, and you say you can't see a justification for a number of these price variations. So the short version of this, do you smell a rat here, John? Oh, I think it's definitely something that needs to be explained. And, and, and so, yes, I mean, we, we, we've given up guessing what it might be. And so now's the time to, uh, to, to just ask directly um, and see what the story is. The other thing I was interested in, discounts, right? You did an analysis of discounts because a lot of yep. people will be aware flybys, supermarket vouchers um, and other points systems where you, you think you're getting the best deal. But are you? What did you find? No, not necessarily. You're not necessarily getting the best deal. Uh, and this has been a problem since uh, our, our market study, which is where all this work came from. Um, no, so we've, we've found in some situations that companies that don't ever discount or very rarely discount uh, are actually cheaper than, than companies that regularly discount. Um, and one of the things we, we have brought in, uh, and people may probably see this when they're driving around now, is all stations have to have a price board that shows the actual undiscounted price of everything that they sell, not the discounted price, the undiscounted price. So, you know, that, that stops you the problem where you, you kind of, you see a low, what looks like a low price, you drive on the forecourt and you turn out not to have the loyalty card in your pocket that gives you that price. None of this sounds good for the consumer, right? So here's the bottom line, John. Can you actually do anything? Can you hold their feet to the fire? What tools do you have? The um, well, we have we have in the in the space of of uh, wholesale, we can we have got regulatory powers. We can control some of the prices in there. Uh, we can't do that at retail. So uh, what we're doing at retail is to try and promote competition in other ways. And this is not unusual for us. I mean, there's a range of uh, sort of persuasive type tools that we can use. But, um, I mean, ultimately it comes down to uh, informing consumers and, and consumers acting on that information. That's going to be the discipline. There's not actually a regulatory fix for, uh, I don't think, I haven't thought of one. I'm, by the way, open to all suggestions from anybody. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we, th we think it's the, um, it's the sort of information and um, uh, and organisation of consumers that's going to do the job here. Good to talk to you, John. Thanks for joining us. That is John Small, who is the Commerce Commission Chair there, talking about petrol prices and variations in those prices, even in cities.